Welcome to this week's episode of the Dad Improvement Podcast. I am your host, Sean Colloran, and this week we're going to be talking about hobbies and why, as parents, it is important to have hobbies that you are actively partaking in. Did you know that parents with hobbies are 67% less likely to steal a tank and drive it through your local smoothie bar? No, no, no. It, obviously, that is a made-up statistic. I don't know what the stat actually is on that, or if anyone's ever actually tried that. But, obviously, this is just a point to make that parents that have hobbies are happier. A lot of people would look at it and say that it's selfish because it is taking away from your family or kids. But, I like to look at hobbies the same way that people look at the oxygen mask on a plane. You can't help others if you don't put your mask on first. If the plane is going down, there's a lack of oxygen, and you pass out before you can get the mask onto your child or loved ones next to you, then you're of no use. You have to put your mask on first. And hobbies are the same idea. You have to put some things first to fill your tank so that you can give back to your family. Because, let's be honest... The majority of our time as parents is just putting out fires. You're just, the kid's sick, so now you have to stay home. You have to take care of them. You have to figure out what you're going to do for dinner. Soccer practice has changed, so you have to maneuver some things around here. Someone got sick in the family. It's just a constant putting out fire. Now, wouldn't it be more fun to have something to look forward to? Something that you can actually... Think about in a nice, lighthearted, positive way as opposed to just, hey, what's the next thing around the corner that I'm going to have to deal with? It's nice to have something fun and positive to look forward to that doesn't really have any major consequences on your day. It's nice to look forward to something that isn't just, how do I get this week's groceries and fit it into this week's budget without going over? Imagine if your kids thought that that's just all you ever think about is work and how to pay bills and all that not fun stuff that nobody looks forward to in adulthood. It's obviously healthy to show them that there's more to life than just paying bills or working or scheduling or cooking dinner or cleaning the house. Imagine being a kid and seeing that and thinking that that was adulthood, was just the stressors of adulthood. How badly would you want to stay a kid forever if you actually thought that that's what adulthood was like? Not to mention, it's healthy to let your children see you struggle with something that you love. Sometimes we're not always perfect at our hobbies because we don't get enough time with them. So, like, I'm in a band. I play drums in a band. And I have a guitarist that loves to write challenging songs. Sometimes they're in weird time signatures. Sometimes they have weird rhythms. Sometimes they're very fast. Whatever it is, he might write a part and think of a drum part in his mind that I cannot physically play at the moment of inception. But I can go home and I can practice that over and over and drill it and drill it until I finally get it and it clicks and I'm able to play that drum part that has been written in his mind. Now my son who watches me struggle with this, now sees that 
even though this is my hobby and I love music, every Wednesday I go over to my buddy's house and we play music. And he knows that. He knows that I go and do this thing that I love. But to see me have to struggle through it a little bit, so a labor of love and actually have to learn something so that I can get better at it, that's healthy for him to see, to know that you can get better at things over time if you practice at them. It's not always just going to be easy in that you just learn it right off the bat. Even if it's something you love, you have to work at it. It's healthy for them to see that. And hey, while we're on the topic of our children, let's just talk about the fact that they're not going to be in your house forever. You get your kids for maybe 21 years living under your roof, and then they're off and running. A lot of times, it might just be 18. So what happens if for the last 18 years, you have not kept up with friends or hobbies or interests? You just let it all go to the wayside. You are a complete martyr, and you just let work, money, family, and everything come first, which is very honorable, but you have nothing for yourself. Your children walk out the door, headed to college, never to be seen or heard from again, and you and your wife are just sitting on the couch staring at each other, wondering what the hell to do, because you have not done anything for yourselves for the last 18 years. What good is that? Of course, you can pick up new hobbies at any point or time in your life, so if you do find yourself in that predicament, just... Google hobbies. I mean, it could be anything. If you like music, get into music. If you like art, go paint a picture. If you like going outside, go for a hike. Whatever it is, you can pick a hobby. That's not a big deal. But if there are things that you truly love and you don't do them for 18 years, it'll be a little more difficult to get back into them when your kids finally fly the coop. So instead, let's try to start a little bit earlier and get our hobbies in order and do them regularly. Like I told you, being part of a band, we get together once a week. It's a couple hours once a week. It's time for me. My wife knows it's coming. My son knows it's coming. It's healthy. It doesn't interfere with anything. Usually he's almost in bed by the time I leave to go play. So it's just something for me so that I can feel refreshed and revitalized and I can be a little bit creative for a little bit that week because God knows that working for the power company isn't all that creative day to day. It is pretty straightforward, exactly the same most days. Plus, if we start earlier in life with our hobbies and keeping up with them, then we can include the rest of our family. A lot of people may still think it's selfish even having heard the oxygen mask first on a plane analogy. So let's just say that you're in the category of people that believe that it's too selfish to take a couple hours for yourself. Okay then, let's find a hobby that one of the people in your family like. Let's say your wife likes hiking. Well, you can hike and your kids can hike. You can find a hiking trail that is compatible for everybody's ability. You can all go out and hike. Now, you are filling up your wife's tank because she's getting to do her fun hobby that she likes for herself. You're filling up your son's tank because you're going out on a walk with him and spending time with him and probably talking along the way. And everybody is just going to feel that much better after this one hike. 
So if you have people in your family that have hobbies, partake in them. Share your hobbies with each other. It's a way to bond as a family. Of course, not everybody in the family is going to be super psyched about every other person's hobbies. If you have a daughter that likes dance or gymnastics, but you're a 40-year-old guy who's 100 pounds overweight and has barely gotten off the couch recently, then yeah, maybe gymnastics is not for you. But you can meet in the middle somewhere. You can still watch or ask or listen to her talk about it so that she's excited and really take it in. Actually listen to her and feel her excitement and realize that she's becoming her own little person. I mean, when I was a kid, Halo had just come out. My dad walks in, sees this video game on the TV, and is going, "Mm, yeah, this isn't for me. So we're probably not going to talk about video games, except for the fact that he went downstairs, grabbed his Atari out of the basement, brought it upstairs, hooked it up to some old TV in his room, and then proceeded to show me that he could play Asteroids for about 45 minutes straight without dying. And my mind was blown. This old man, I had no idea that he could play video games. I I had never even seen an Atari before. So this is incredible news to me to see that he can play his own version of a video game that I'm playing 20 or 30 years later. Of course, he's never going to sit down with me and try to rip headshots in Halo. But it was just a really cool bonding moment between us to see the different generations of video games and the fact that he actually did enjoy them at one point in his life. Now here's my last point of why you should have hobbies, and this isn't to everybody. This just happens sometimes along the way. Sometimes you just like hiking because hiking is fun, but sometimes people pick up hobbies that give them more purpose in life than their job does. A lot of time, a job is just a job. It's just a paycheck. It's just a way to make ends meet. My dad was a teacher. He loved it. He found so much purpose in it. And people still grab him in a restaurant and say, thank you for, you know, having him 20, 30 years ago. So that was very purpose-driven job. My job is fairly purpose-driven. I help provide power to people's house, but I'm not actually hooking up the lines to your house, so I never really see it. But this, podcasting and the dad improvement thing, and trying to help people be better parents, people, dads, whatever, that's more purpose for me than just providing power to people's houses. If I don't show up to my job tomorrow, that company still runs, everyone still gets power. But if I can find one person who doesn't know how to invest, doesn't know how to get healthy, doesn't know how to parent, whatever it is, and I can teach them just one thing, I find more purpose in that than I ever will in my job. Not to say that I dislike my job, but this has much more fulfillment to it than my job ever will. So, for homework this week, I just want you to carve out more time for your hobbies. It's not selfish. Find some time. Do what fills you up. Do whatever it is that makes you feel better and that you enjoy. If you don't have a hobby, pick one. Pick one at random. Pick it out of a hat. Whatever it is, go find something that you can do for an hour or two hours a week. 
whatever it is, just make sure that you enjoy doing it. Make sure it's something that you look forward to, something that refills your tank. It gives you life, revitalizes you. If you're bad at it, that's okay. Show your kids that you struggle with something. Let them know that it's okay to be bad at something. You'll get better. Over time and enough practice, you can learn something new. It's okay to show your kids and let them know that you struggle with things. So as always, remember, improvement over perfection. <laughs>